From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. Above all, it's a show about what's next, creativity, and the innovation in technology that are changing how we work and shaping the future of business throughout our state. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers who may challenge the status quo, but also make their dreams a reality. I'm Joel Shetler, your host and editor of Finance and Commerce, Minnesota's oldest business newspaper and online publication. Thanks so much for joining me. Senior housing has been a priority for Apadan Investment Company for several years, but recent demographic trends are encouraging the company to expand its investment in this type of housing even further. Joe Ryan, the company's CEO and founder, said their increased interest in senior housing projects is due to the nation's aging population, as well as the, quote, great business opportunity that comes with these developments. Apadan has also worked on multifamily, industrial, and retail developments to ensure it has a diverse array of investments. Since founding the Excelsior-based company in 1991, Ryan's not only developed more than $3 billion in real estate, He's also expanded the company's footprint outside of Minnesota. He's completed more than 420 projects across 35 states, which encompasses over 15.8 million square feet of space. Most recently, Apadan opened the Watermark of Napa Valley, a senior housing project in California, and has several other senior living developments in various stages in the state as well. Ryan graduated from St. Thomas University with both a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Administration and a Master of Business Finance. Before starting Apadan, he was a shareholding partner of REI and Limited, and directed the operations of Richard Ellis, Inc.'s Minneapolis office. Additionally, he was Vice President of Asset Management at St. Paul Properties Incorporated. In this episode, reporter Kelly Bush interviews Apadan CEO, Joe Ryan. Hey, Joe. Hi, Kelly. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic, especially on on a Monday after a four-day weekend. I'm doing good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? It was really nice. I mean, I just um, hung out in Minneapolis. I didn't go see my family. We decided just to keep them separate. So it was was low-key, but I was with my boyfriend, so that was nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. How about yours? Same. It was low key and uh, uh, we had a good time. Good. Happy to hear it. Very relaxing for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time to join me for this. We're joined here today by Joe Ryan, Oppidan Investment Company's CEO and founder. Oppidan is a development group that's active in a variety of industries like mixed use, retail and senior housing. Um, Joe, thanks for speaking with me today. Let's start out by talking a bit about how you got started in development. What motivated you to to get started in development? Well, Kelly, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, 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 that's a that's an interesting question. I had no intention of being a developer when I started Oppidan. Mm-hmm. I was uh, coming out of the asset management world. And, uh, and I thought that that would be a, an opportunity to create some value in some existing real estate. And lo and behold, I did none of that. And um, a friend of mine at, at Norwest Bank, Wells Fargo today, uh, asked uh, if, if I could help him do a, a branch bank in, in Apple Valley. And 
and that's what started our development business. And, uh, and that just rolled forward 30 years later and uh, through the downturn and our uh, uh, diversification efforts in the last 12 months or 12 years mm-hmm. uh, into many different asset classes. And uh, it's been a great run and, and uh, uh, we've enjoyed the business. It's, uh, it's a, we've got a, a team of 42 people and, and uh, we focus on development, development only. And um, and we do that on relationship based, and it's been uh, it's been very good. Now, you know, wait, I might have had a different view, but uh, <laughs> we got to the other side, and and uh, very proud of how we handled ourselves throughout that. Awesome, thanks. Well, I mean, you kind of gave us an overview already of what you guys are, but what's your mission? You know, what do you stand for, and what do you look for in projects? Yeah, that's a great question, and you say the mission. You know, we're very community oriented. Uh, we've got a very uh, family atmosphere here at Oppenheim that, that uh, you know, we have uh, our philosophy at Oppenheim is work hard, play hard. And, and uh, we, we do that. We do that very, very well. Uh, we do what we say. Uh, we've never done one deal with anybody. It's always been repeat business. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we're excited to continue that uh, and doing business with people we want to do business with and people who want to do business with us. And that's very important to us. You know, our look in the future is is very bright. Um, you know, we're going through some tough times here. Uh, this pandemic is, has certainly caused great pause for everybody, uh, personally and professionally. Uh, I don't think we've seen the uh, um, the effects of that uh, on the on the uh, economic side. I don't think that fallout is is even even in front of us at this point. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm going to be watching that with a with a very curious eye, um, and 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 concern. I think we've overstated things and have caused a major economic pressure that we can't, we just can't fund it. Mm-hmm. The government can't fund it to keep it going. And that's gonna be costly to, to our country. Um, but that, that uh, at Oppidan, we continue to be well capitalized, focused on what we do well mm-hmm. and continue to provide product uh, that, that is in demand. Now our retail game was the, was number one in in 2007 mm-hmm. today it's it's we have a very small percentage of, of our asset class and uh, asset base in in retail significant in senior housing it's a great industry mm-hmm. and i think that is the core of what Oppen is all about because that's development with a heart and a soul and boy we love doing that business mm-hmm. because we're providing a terrific service we uh, our, our residents um our first and foremost, yep, we're a profit generating company, but there we can we can provide uh, comfort, love, and and security to our residents. You know, we're doing some other things as well: multifamily, mm-hmm. some uh, uh, critical infrastructure, data center work, and uh, and uh, distribution uh, work as well. Again, areas that have have demand uh, in this current in, in environment. Mm-hmm. Did you recently po- uh, pivot to focus on those last things you just listed to me, or when did those come up in your in your development plans? You know, in two thousand eight, when the music stopped, we, we that was a tough time for us. You know, we we uh, were were developers, and we we would buy, build, and sell it, and and we'd have a, uh, a chunk of projects that were on the boards ready to go, and and those never came to fruition. Big cost involved there. Mm-hmm. We had projects in the ground. And, and um, we had to finish them and we did. And we had an existing portfolio and, but we couldn't sell anything. So in that, in that time, you know, we owed 
uh, third parties and banks a lot of money and and valuations had tipped over and uh, you know our deal with the banks were pretty simple we'll we'll pay it back 100 cents on a dollar and uh, and and there's no question about that we might need a little more time but we'll pay you back 100 cents on a dollar and to our third parties we had that same deal and uh, and, and, and we did, we paid everybody back hundred cents on a dollar. But it was at that point in time that we decided that we had to, we had to pivot. We had to be, get out of the sole uh, business of being retail developers and diversify, diversify our, our business. And we did that, we grew up. And here we are today with that diversification that I've, I've mentioned. And today, you know, in, this, in these COVID impacted times, um, we are, um, uh, we're withstanding them nicely um, uh, because of that diversification. Okay. okay, I was I was going to ask you to compare the current economic downturn to the 2008 one, but you just did. Um, but I mean, what challenges this time are different than challenges compared to the 2008 downturn? Well, in in this in this one, we know it's going to come to a close. Mm -hmm. Sure, we know it's going to end. And we know that, you know, the vac uh, vaccine is going to be uh, surfacing. We're seeing dramatic uh, improvements in hospitalizations and, and uh, in the ICUs. And generally speaking, yes, the, the deaths are up. Um, and that's, that's uh, such a sad state of affairs. But things are improving. And we know it's going to continue to get better. And we'll get to the other side of this thing. When? We think that is going to be, you know, as that vaccine uh, is presented to us. Back in 08, we had no idea. We had no idea. Those were uncharted economic times, mm -hmm. and and uh, uh, that unknown was was so um, significant. That was hard to manage. That was hard to understand. That was you know, you're grabbing the seat, your seat of your uh, chair, and you're just hanging on and and and, and hoping for better times. Sure. You know, it was, it was January one of uh, 2010. And I was in our office uh, back at 7101 when we were there. And I had no idea if if we should if it was right to keep the business going. We had you know we had I think we had uh, twenty some uh, people working together. Our family, our Oppenden family, you know what was my responsibility to, to those families, to my family, uh, and and those are the kind of thoughts that were going through my mind. Mm -hmm. Not in this situation, because we know we can we can contribute here. Back then, our hands were tied. You know, our banks are, the banking industry is much more uh, secure and, and, and uh, footed today than it was then. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we learned discipline in 20, uh, 2008. Um, and, and we're trying to, um, we're trying to uh, uh, rely on that discipline today. Okay. Okay. Interesting, thank you. Well, let's pivot to senior housing. So I understand that you guys have increased your focus on senior housing, and I'm curious why that is. Well, you know, that industry has uh, got some great future. Mm -hmm. The demographic trends are, uh, that need, that demand is going to continue to grow, and, and that's going to grow into the, into the uh, late tw uh, 2020s. We, we're, we know that. We can't change the aging of America. There's a demand side there, uh, and we're bringing that supply to, to the table. Um, and that's, that's a part of it. And the other part of it is it's great business. I mean, that's, that's a different, that's, that's beyond real estate. Mm -hmm. That's an operating company of which we're not, 
but we we affiliate ourselves closely with with some of the leading operators in the country to help us deliver the, the right product. Okay. Do you have a goal with your, you know, your senior housing initiative? Do you want to do X number of developments or invest X amount into it? Or is it uh, just see the projects you want and, and move forward with those? You know, we're um, a, a specific goal. No, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we have to continue to watch our allocation in the senior um, area mm-hmm. as we're trying to support multifamily, uh, the industrial sectors. And, and a little bit of retail work that we're doing. So we're trying to make sure that we're, we have our, our, we're diverse, you know, diversification, what we learned in 08, I don't want to forget it in, uh, in 2020, 2021. Okay. Is this a long-term plan for you or is this short-term? The senior housing? Yeah. We're in this game for a long time. Okay. This is, this is a, this is a big part of our future. Uh, we're committed to it and we continue to, uh, uh, look for opportunities what we're finding is is as as uh, you know we've only been in that game for about six years mm-hmm. and we're learning and we're learning every day and we're li- relying on, on on those who have done it for many many years being more than ourselves and what we find is as as our growth continues and our uh our brand uh continues to show that uh many opportunities are coming our way and and that's exciting that's exciting to think that we're uh, currently involved in, we just opened a project in uh, Napa, California, and um, we have three others on the, uh, uh, about to start one here shortly in uh, Southern California, mm-hmm. uh, two others in, in the California market, mm-hmm. in the Midwest, and then um, even on the East Coast. To mm-hmm. think that our, that we're looking at, at that diversification of geographies in this industry just tells you the commitment that we have. Mm-hmm. Are there any challenges with branching into senior housing development? Oh, the easy answer would be to say no, but. <laughs> yeah, but I want, I want the real answer here. <laughs> the, the challenges are significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because the, the markets are different. You know, we started in, in, in here in Minneapolis, St. Paul market. Mm-hmm. Our first project was in Woodbury. What we built in Woodbury five years ago compared to what we built on the University of Minnesota campus, Pillars of Prospect Park, woefully different product. Okay. And because of that that market that each of them are, each of these communities are serving, very different needs, very different demands, very different expectations. So that's, we're not building this. We're building what the market tells us to build. And we're continue to try to refine what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we're finding that the active lifestyle uh, the wellness comp- component, very important. And we focus on both of those uh, things as we, you know, we're building independent living, assisted and memory all under in, in one community. And we're trying to address the needs of all of those uh, variations uh, in, in our communities. And then COVID hits. What does that mean? How do we address that long-term? How long is it going to be with us? You know, and that whole social distancing and, and you know, what does that look like? So even in, in the midst of our designing, as we're bringing a prospect park to, to the table, opening that, I think we opened that in May of, of um, this past May, mm-hmm. right in the heart of, right in the midst of the, the COVID situation. You know, we had to make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. In all of our communities, we do. Now, should we be making those adjustments in the in the uh, design phase of some of our, our more recent projects? Yes, I think we do. Now, we can't go overboard. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't go overboard. 
you know, what happens in these communities is this is about the, um, this, this is a social, um, socially uh, important for, for the seniors to have contemporaries to, to uh, be with. And so we can't distance them too much and we can't force that on them because that takes away the core of what, what these communities are all about. Great, thanks. Well, one of the last things here I wanted to ask about was Oppidan's future, which I think we've discussed pretty extensively already, but you know, what are your expectations for the coming year? You know, I look at uh, this next year as being a, uh, um, a, a year of, of continuing uh, growth, continuing to learn and continuing to get better. Mm -hmm. Now on paper, how are we gonna do? Probably not that well because mm -hmm. of the uncertainty that's out there, but we're prepared for it. And when we come out 22, I think will be a good year for us. I think there's gonna, you know, the, the, 20, the year 21 will be as, as I said, um, but that's gonna be good for the company. We can get better, we can get stronger and we can get prepared for, for uh, 22 and beyond. Whether that starts mid end of 21, I don't know, but I can tell you that, that uh, we're not stopping. You know, mm -hmm. one thing that we didn't do in 08, we certainly aren't doing it today, is we didn't slow down and say, hey, let's wait for the market to come back. We're saying, let's look for the right opportunities to uh, enter the market when they come forward. And that's got us through in 08, that'll continue to get us, keep us going strong in 2020. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks, Joe. Is there anything else you want to add in or mention here? I don't think so. Just, just generally speaking, I'll uh, maybe non non deal related, non real estate related. Mm -hmm. The good news is, is that there's good news coming, yeah. and it's coming now. Mm -hmm. And you know what? This is tough. This is tough for the for the families that have children at home. This is tough for the elders that are passing and their families. This is tough as business owners to manage through it and this work from home. And, you know, we're many things are changing, but the good news is the future's bright. And we gotta focus on the fact that the future's bright. We gotta ignore those naysayers that are always looking at the negatives. The, the future's bright, mm -hmm. trust me. I went, you know, built this company over 30 years, not because my dad told me, he said, don't read the paper. He said, mm -hmm. get up, put your feet on the ground and go forward. And, you know, you got to get to work. Mm -hmm. And the future was, has been bright and it's going to continue to be that way. We got to look forward. Awesome. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, uh, that's something that we all, this whole team here, our families uh, and our extended families all believe that. Cool. Awesome. Well, we'll end it on a note of positivity, which I like. So thanks for your time, Joe. Was there, I guess we're done with the, the podcast part now. Is there any, any news that I should know of anything fun that I could cover in the coming weeks that Oppidan's working on? Uh, well, we got a lot of stuff going on here. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you want to, Kelly, you want to stay close to us. Uh, I do, of course. There, there's great, great, uh, some, some fun stuff that we got on the board and, and, uh, um, so yeah, stay close. Okay. Well, I'll keep chatting with Mary then. And yeah, please do. <laughs> She'll please send me do. stuff. All right. Well, thanks Joe again for your time and have a good you one. Bet. Take care, Bye. Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye now. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Beyond the Skyline. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts. To learn more about finance and commerce or to subscribe, go to our website, www.finance-commerce.com. I'm Joel Shetler, Editor of Finance and Commerce. 
Thank you again for listening to Beyond the Skyline.